Welcome to Kalari Capital's Founder First series. I am Vani Kola, Managing Director at Kalari. We are really privileged at Kalari in partnering with fantastic founders who are building companies of the future. Today, we'll deep dive with Ritesh Reddy, co-founder of Zuluri, an enterprise SaaS management platform on his thoughts on what it takes to truly build a great company. First of all, Ritesh, welcome to the Kalari family, and it's really a pleasure to have you here on this conversation. Thanks for the invite, Vani. Really privileged to be part of the Kalari family, and also thanks for inviting me for the show. So happy to share my thoughts around the various aspects of entrepreneurship. So, Ritesh, you know, there's always this uh, uh, multiple questions that happens. Am I ready for entrepreneurship? Uh, is my idea good enough? When is the right time to jump in? So what was the inspiration uh, for three of you? There are three co-founders at Zuluri, right? So what was the inspiration to and conviction to start and pursue this opportunity? So broadly, from an inspiration perspective, Ani, we see that as two parts, right? One is uh, inspiration to build and inspiration to pursue the idea. So the first is you want to build it for the long run. All right. So what is that motivates you to build for the long run? So that's the first part to it. And I think uh, that comes from various personal experiences. And I think each of us had multiple uh, experiences with respect to thinking about long term and building something. So for me personally, I think uh, at 10, at 10 years back, I went on this a train journey called Jagriti Yatra. So where it was uh, 400 people packed into a train, living on the train, going across the country looking at how uh, societies are thriving because uh, people have pursued entrepreneurship and built communities around it. Uh, and we have seen the difference that happened through entrepreneurship. So that's what has motivated me to what's building things. And I have uh, always been in the path of uh, building things. So with respect to this particular idea, Vani, that we are pursuing today, which is Azluri. So this is a culmination of different uh, aspects that came together. So Setu, the other co-founder, so had moved from India to Singapore and he had a bunch of uh, subscriptions that were uh, that he had while he was in India. And uh, when he relocated to Singapore, so he was still paying for these subscriptions and he was wasting like 10,000 rupees a month, which he has never used. And same thing happened with me as well. At the same time, I moved from Singapore to India and I had a bunch of subscriptions which I was paying in dollars, which I had no way of using it because those apps are only relevant in that particular market. That's when we realized this entire process of managing applications is very complicated. And my daughter, who is like 30, uh, four years old, she had 20 applications on, she, which she has subscribed to on her iPad, right? So all these uh, led us to thinking that managing applications is pretty complex. So initially, we haven't thought much about the complexity of managing it in enterprises. It was more from a personal experience. So that's when we started speaking about this problem to Chaitanya, who's a third co-founder. In fact, Chaitanya was managing the IT infrastructure. Uh, he was a CIO, a CTO sort of a role in our previous company. And he was managing the IT infrastructure. And he started speaking about this problem of managing applications within uh, our previous company itself, uh, where we are wasting like $20,000, $25,000 on a monthly basis, just on unutilized licenses. So all these three experiences led us to believe that, hey, this is a huge problem. And then we started speaking to close to 100 companies of all sizes and realized that this problem exists across organizations of all sizes. 
and number two it's a growing pain point which more more and more adoption of saas applications so all these data points said hey this is a problem that needs to be solved today and this problem is only going to exist and grow mainfold for the years to come so all these data points uh, inspired us to pursue this journey of slurivani uh, no that's a great one short question though what, did you have any worries or reservations before starting <laughs> uh, you know if so what was that what was that so uh, reservations were uh, predominantly one uh, on the personal friend one so uh, uh, person on the personal friend the families have seen the struggle in our previous startups uh, over 5 6 years initial part of it uh, where uh, we are uh, it, uh, it takes so much amount of effort and uh, time and pain personal sacrifices to build it so again going back to that mode so on the personal front time we need to uh, take care of the families uh, assure that hey this time it's going to be different <laughs> though it's not uh, going to be different uh, but uh, the, on the personal front there, there are a lot of assurances that needs to be given to the family uh, and we also need to manage it differently because the last time we built a company together we were bachelors we didn't have kids so on the personal front there are a lot of uh, adjustments that needs to be made uh, that's one uh, the second part is with respect to the uh, team itself right so i think the first time when we started building a team it was fairly easier because uh, the people that we knew in our circle were still bachelors they were also right out of college it was easy to get them uh, and they, they didn't have too much expectations on the salary front they didn't have too many personal commitments it was easy to assemble the team but the second time when we were doing it we realized that our network has also uh, grown personally with us they have family they have personal commitments so on and so forth so it wasn't so easy because uh, there is so much amount of they can't uh, give away all of that suddenly because we just uh, know them and they trust us they can't uh, leave away all of them right so there has to be certain element of minimal comfort that needs to be given to them so those assurances are not just for our family but for the initial founding teams family and their members and then convincing all of that building that trust i think was uh, much more difficult the second time around compared to the first time one so that. no i can totally relate to that and ritesh sulury um, was started with three co-founders um, you know yourself uh, of course and uh, uh, setu and uh, chaitanya and this is also another tricky part of a company starting uh because this partnership to get the best outcomes has to be truly deep and long term and often times uh you know we have seen co-founding teams fall apart in the journey of the startup they come together but they don't stay together so what is it that brought the three of you together and what were you looking from each other and what do you have from uh, inside to share with others on how to build that balanced founding team yeah so uh, in our case in a specific one so i think uh, one is having known each other for the last 10 years 10 12 years right so we have uh, known each other so much that we used to uh, work 24 hours in one stretch uh, sleep together in one room working in office and then sleeping there and waking up the next day morning so that's how we built our uh, earlier startup so from that experience of working 10 years or 12 10 to 12 years so we have deeply known each other in that sense we know 
where does the buck stop, right? So all of us might have a point of view. I might have a point of view on technology, but uh, the buck stops with Chetnya because he's the tech guy. He obviously, uh, uh, we understand where he's coming from. Maybe the articulation at that point of our discussion may not be right, but he has a point of view and uh, we completely respect that, right? So the trust between all the three co-founders uh, and uh, uh, where does the buck stop, who does it, each of those responsibility lie, understanding that clearly is very important. And that also comes in with the fact that uh, there has to be clear uh, uh, complementary skills across the three founders, right? So that's what uh, we've been able to get luckily for us. It's not uh, so easy to get those complementary skill sets, but luckily for us, it came together. So even when people come together, it's important to have those complementary skill sets. Someone has to be leading technology. Someone has to be leading sales. Someone has to be doing marketing because each of them may not be the sweet spots uh, for uh, other co-founders. And as things scale, there has to be someone dedicatedly thinking about each of these areas and having that clear demarcation and trust is, uh, we believe, uh, very critical for the founding team. And we have seen uh, even uh, this is not the first time we are starting up in a previous organization. One of them has failed as well. So we realize that the trust, collaboration and demarcation of responsibilities and uh, respecting each other's decision, those are the critical aspects for the team to come together, gel together, work together and build something uh, meaningful. Money. Uh, you have the idea, you have the founding team, right? And now it is about funding. <laughs> How easy or how difficult was it? What was your uh, personal experience with uh, investors? And what really was the approach that uh, worked for you? Any learnings and insights you can share in uh, the, uh, you know, getting to that right uh, uh, funding to get started? So uh, the initial uh, plan, Vani, was we were completely bootstrapped, right? So we were uh, building it. We wanted to build it uh, uh, on our own. So we said, until we figure out how to sell this product, until we figure out uh, what is the direction in which we are heading, uh, which is scalable. So that's when we will, that's a point we'll go for a fundraise. So that, that was the initial hypothesis with which we are working towards. So with that, so we started bootstrapping, we started building it together. And we reached a point where uh, the product was uh, sort of ready and people, and there was a minimum viable product that we were experimenting with. That's when we said, hey, we have something which is scalable, something which will generate revenue, right? So we know that we can take it to an investor and start uh, looking at raising capital. And at that point of time, the team, we need to raise, increase the tech capabilities as well. We need to build a team. So there was a clear need for funding. We said, hey, it is becoming unsustainable uh, because at, on one end, we need to give assurance to the team that you have a runway, right? So we have some sort of a runway at least next one year for them to move out of their uh, existing jobs and perceive uh, work with uh, Zluri. So to build all of that, to build a long-term vision, to build a long-term uh, sustainable business, we, there was a clear need for uh, additional capital for us to grow faster. So that was a point we said we need to raise some money. And the first thing that we did was to reach out to our existing network saying, hey, uh, because we have seen uh, some companies grow really well uh, with supportive uh, investors. And those are the kind of uh, people that we reached out in our network saying, hey, this is where we are. Uh, this is what we are doing. And uh, we are looking at raising some capital. Who would be the right people to work with? So who are the right investors for us? Uh, because if, depending on the business that you are in, there might be certain investors who might be a great fit for you versus other investors. Some are India focused, some are US focused, some are D2C focused. So there are certain sweet spots as well. So with that, we reached out to people in our network and said, hey, 
who are the people right and then we made a short list uh, saying these are the people recommendations uh, investor recommendations that have come in from uh, people who have raised money from our network and uh, that's how we started reaching out we got introduced by uh, some of the co-founders of other companies and then that's how we started our uh, uh, process of raising capital money and a few learnings from that uh, i would say in our journey of raising capital uh, one uh, we realized that it's not wise to reach out to investors say a few of them at one go and the next set of investors in say one month down the line it's important for you to reach out to them uh, in one go so give it, give a week or two weeks or three weeks whatever the timeline is so reach out to them in one go so that you get to uh, here you get to get the feedback and you get to really work on it and then move on to building the product in a very short span of time otherwise this process goes on for longer and you will lose focus from the product you don't want that to be happening so that's one of the key thing that we realized we spent little more time than we would have ideally would have in terms of raising capital uh, but going to all the investors in one go and getting it done i think would be the ideal way so in our point of view ani you know ritesh one other question um, uh, often times uh, we are in the place of giving advice right uh, and it's easy for us to not look at uh, what we could do better or different as investors so from an entrepreneur's lens what could the vcs do uh more or differently in uh, supporting your fundraising process of course uh sometimes the answer may be uh, this is not a fit for us from investment so regardless of the answer of yes or no what can we do to improve this interaction for founders so uh, uh from our uh, at least from the experience that we have had one so one thing which we realized is uh at the surface level all vcs look the same right so if i'm raising money capital for the first time so the clear value proposition on how you'll be able to add value to a specific company doesn't come out clearly from an investor perspective as well i think if that value proposition comes in uh, clearly so there can be a great fit between the right company and the right investor so that discovery process today takes some amount of time Uh, even after uh, working in the startup ecosystem for 12 years so i find it really difficult to understand uh, which who's the right founder for us so that data comes in today for me only when i interact with a certain company who is already working with a certain vc so otherwise it's not available as a primary source of data today so maybe that articulation will help uh, vcs and uh, the, uh, the entrepreneurs uh, match themselves very easily and then that might reduce the cycle times in terms of and also see more successes in the market as well money so that's one thing which i thought uh, could be done better uh, uh, and that's something that uh, we as entrepreneurs always strive to communicate the message right to our customers maybe the same aspect from a vc perspective will will also help uh, entrepreneurs money that that's one right. thought no i think that's a, a great point maybe more thoughtful on how uh, we can help founders figure out whether we are or or not the right investor for them and thank you ritesh for these uh, great insights and uh, i really consider it a privilege that we get to be early partners in journey of uh, a passionate dedicated entrepreneurs like you setu and chaitanya you know uh, in terms of uh, zuluri uh, when satish andra from india called me and said hey there is this team 
that's uh, working on uh, managing the SaaS subscriptions. And uh, uh, is this a topic of uh, interest for you guys? Obviously, we have all seen the plethora of uh, SaaS products proliferate in our organizations, large or uh, small, and uh, it becomes after a point unmanageable. So the space you're in enterprise SaaS management platform is sort of the next uh, layer of uh, infrastructure management tools that will definitely rapidly uh, arise with the rising uh, spends that every company, small or large, today budgets uh, for their SaaS tools. So, and when we met you, for us, we often are looking for founders who have clarity of a problem statement and, you know, have a strong product uh, vision. And in your case, apart from the clarity of the problem and the very strong product vision, there was also a very strong uh, go-to-market strategy and the collective founding team, all three of you, Ritesh Setu and Chaitanya, brought a conviction and passion to what you are working on. And as you mentioned, the complementary skills that you brought. And so, you know, these were all the elements for us that was truly exciting to be part of, uh, you know, what we wish for a very remarkable uh, journey ahead uh, for all, all of you. So thank you for including us in your journey. And, um, you know, we look forward to supporting you in your realization of your vision of be bringing effective SaaS management to every organization and truly proud to have you as part of the Kalari family.